Welcome to Interactions with Reality Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 16, and hopefully this episode will be significantly better than the last one. The last one was pretty much garbage. But I had to get something out. It had been a while, and sometimes I have a ridiculous amount going on, and I have a lot to talk about, but nothing I can really say at the same time, which makes things complicated. So I keep to light and simple topics, but really I'm I'm missing the meat of what's really there. Um, the things that I could be talking about that I can't really talk about, that I want to talk about, but I can't. <clears throat> so anyway, all that said, uh, started planting daffodils up the road. That was cool. Um, daffodils propagate themselves. They grow off new bulbs from the bulb. So... You know, if you plant a single daffodil, and it should spawn into like two or three daffodils, and you can split those up and plant them, and then you can, you know, so on and so forth, until you have more daffodils than you know what to do with. Daffodils produce a yellow little flower, which is pretty. Uh, it's eye-catching. It stands out a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. And it is one of the first flowers in spring. And along with like yellow jasmine, that's another one that uh, comes out pretty early in the year. So with a lot of yellow jasmine blooming around here, it's really nice. So I'm yawning. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, but the daffodils, uh, being yellow, are considered like a friendship flower, I guess. So I guess uh, it's good to put them on the roads makes our roads more friendly or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I would encourage all of you, all of you who have um flower gardens and you have excess bulbs and you don't know what to do with them and you're in the habit of taking those excess bulbs and throwing them uh to never never land which the trash basically throwing them in the trash where they they go off to never never land which is the, the mythical place that makes our trash all just disappear when really it's just piling up. But <clears throat> we'll ignore that fact. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of phlegm today. Um, yeah, so, so anyway, if you have bulbs and you're a gardener and you need to split up your bulbs because they're outgrowing the size of your garden, then you can split them up and go with a little hand trowel or whatever and plant them random places. Um, maybe along hiking trails in the woods, maybe along highways. Um, just observe the areas that you might be planting in and make sure that, you know, they aren't going to just get mowed over and put them in an area where it's not going to cause a problem for other people in the years to come and where it will be appreciated and then you can spread the flowers all over the place, and and that's really good. Uh, they have adopt a uh, adopt a highway programs available, um, most places. So, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. So if you're inclined to do this sort of thing, uh, it may be worth it to go talk to your local city hall and say, "Hey, look, I got a bunch of flowers. Where do you guys want them?" And just see what roads are are best for planting um you may be able to adopt a highway and what i would do is after we've planted 
a whole bucket full of, of flowers. We walk along the same section that we planted, and then we pick up all the trash in that section. And <clears throat> out here, it's pretty easy to do because people seem to think that the outdoors is their trash can. Now, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but litter is an eyesore for me. I don't like to see it. I think it's kind of sad that uh, we have an entire culture of people who have decided that that's the trash can and and all that sort of thing. Um, I've been in I've been in places where I've literally watched somebody throw something on the ground, and they were twenty feet away from a trash can. And I said, "Well, why'd you throw it on the ground?" And he's like, "Well, the trash can's over there." And I was like. Yeah, but it's like 20 feet away. Just go over there and throw it in the trash can. It's not that hard. <coughs> but um, this is the habit of a great number of people. Um, it's not specific to any one culture. Although there are certain, certainly cultural groups that tend to do it more than others. Because that's the way they were raised or that's, you know just what they all saw growing up or, you know, and everything or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I've been thinking about maybe making some kind of sign campaign to, to stop litter. And I was thinking that rather than putting the typical do not litter signs, which everybody promptly ignores and goes on littering, maybe we could put something a little more creative than that. Like, don't trash your home, you know, or... Something like that. You know, you live here. Do you want your hometown to be a mess? <laughs> you know? Or whatever. I don't know. Something that gets them thinking that, hey, this negatively impacts my life when I do this. It decreases property values. And it just doesn't help anyone, including nature. So, yeah. Yeah, there's all that. I'm not even going to go ranting on that for anymore. But... <clears throat> Sales have been slow. Um, we've got the shops all back up and running. I'm working now on tweaking the shops. And I do, I do online shops if you're new to the podcast. And basically, I have a lot of listings that don't have enough pictures or the quality of the pictures isn't what I want them to be. Or maybe the listing itself needs some tweaking. And I hesitate to share this, but if you sell online... And you go and you search for your own product. This will tell you where you're at in the ranking for real. So if you search your product and you find that you're not on the front page, then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> so, um, of course, not everybody can be on the the front page. But if you, if you care enough about it, um, you can look into SEO, Search Engine Optimization. And... This is words that people search. Oh, somebody's coming. Oh. <coughs> I might have company soon. No, maybe not. Just uh, our tenant's out there with his little headlamp. Maybe he's working on something. Uh, looks like he may be putting something in a shed. But yeah. <sighs> Man, it's cold. <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, look up SEO and look into it and see what you can do to 
boost your page, your your listing to the top of the uh, the search query, and that way you can actually get some sales for a change, which is nice. Um, we are in an interesting economic time where people are buying less and less, and I want to get some products moving that are more like art products. So I think I'm going to pitch the angle that they retain their, their value in an economy that uh, inflation is going through the roof on. <clears throat> so without getting too political, um, if you look into, well, actually, I'm just not even going to go there. Let's just not get political. Let's stay out of it altogether. It's, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm largely just want to be left alone <laughs> to do my, do my gardening and have, you know, have a life. Um, and I know the moment you start getting political and that's like going into a, a situation where people are out for blood and expecting not to get hurt. So although I have my own political opinions and I, disapprove of the large amount of gaslighting that goes on in that um realm (laughs) i don't i don't want to get involved in it so i'm just gonna stay out of it for now and and uh talk about plants plants is a safe topic everybody likes plants more or less so i've got my oregano going really good i've i've got a decent amount of it and i think i'm gonna this spring once maybe in another month or so i'm gonna start propagating it and cloning it basically because i want to have bigger sections of oregano i mean i've got some decent sections now it's enough to where we can probably eat oregano with every meal and not run out but i just want to maybe double that because i like to share and maybe eventually sell it you know, maybe I could sell it to local restaurants or whatever. Um, they might be interested in some fresh herbs. I've also got mint. The mint's coming back. The old mint, um, you know, when, when mint freezes out or oregano freezes out or whatever it is, uh, it leaves these, like, brown sticks. But then at the base, new new growth is coming out. And you can just break off all those brown sticks or you can cut them off, whatever. But I don't throw them away. I just kind of crunch them up and use them as mulch. Pretty much right where I, I pick them. And occasionally if I have a hill or some kind of elevation, I, I like to put those smaller sticks on that and then put mulch on top. And it just helps hold the mulch in place. And it helps um, you know, create more little pockets for things like isopods to hide in. And isopods are great for the garden. Great for they're beneficial and all that yada yada. <coughs> So I also got uh, millipedes, which that's kind of a newer thing. I had a customer last year who was asking me to go out and find millipedes for him. He wanted a bunch of really cool looking ones. And so I got a handful of millipedes and I put them in captivity. And apparently some of them have bred and produced a quantity enough to where I can actually market them. So I may contact this customer once again and just say, hey, you know, if you want to buy some millipedes, I got a bunch of XYZ kind. I'm not even sure what kind I got. Don't really care, really. Um, 
I'm not really that into millipedes. I'm more into isopods. Um, and I killed off all my dairy cow isopods by putting them in a location that got too cold and it, it killed them. So I thought they'd be safe in with the worms, but they weren't. Um, I put their whole container in with the worms, you know, but we just, the weather, it just got too cold for them. <coughs> However, I do have a lot of panda isopods, thanks to another customer. And it's uh, sometimes referred to as Panda King. And there are Kubris, um, which is like, I guess they're from like a cave or something like that. And their heads kind of like frill out a little bit. Whereas, you know, the Armadillium vulgar, which is like your standard roly-poly bug, um, their face is just, you know, it just kind of goes straight down and ends. Whereas this like kind of uh, frills out a little bit and creates a little lip. So they've got um, that little buffer. It's I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. <clears throat> but anyway, isopods are great uh, if you are into terrariums at all. And they, they basically, they're like terrarium cleaners. So if you have like dart frogs or different things... Um, and you don't feel like cleaning up their poop all the time, you get the things that eat their poop, which is isopods. And and then you have less cleanup work to do. And it's basically beneficial to your your whole little mini micro ecosystem. And it can also act as additional feeders for your predator um, things that you might have in this terrarium thing. So... People a lot of times will, will add them in and they reproduce at a rate where they don't really have to feed anything in the and because they, they're feeding like a some kind of predator, like a frog or a lizard or whatever. And then the lizard poops and that feeds the isopods and then the isopods reproduce and that feeds the et cetera, et cetera. Isopods also um, like to eat a lot of wood pulp and dried leaves and different things like that. So it's not like you never have to add anything to the system it's just minimal minimal maintenance so that's pretty nice i i'd encourage people especially during this whole time where people have gotten used to working from home or staying at home it's just really nice to have like a little terrarium on your desk so you can sit there and watch life happen while you're you know dredging away at whatever job you got yourself into <clears throat> I was thinking I had an interesting thought the other day and this was and I, I just looked at the time and see how much time I have for this because this is an interesting concept and I know it's kind of late into the, the pod to do that but um, you know I, honestly maybe I'll even just save it for another pod because it's it's an interesting thought experiment and we'll we'll get into that later but I'll tell you about some podcasts that I have been enjoying and that I listen to while I work and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to go into a few of them that I would I would recommend for other people to check out because they're actually a pretty good podcast. Um, there is for, for the little ears, um, there's one called Bullfrogs and Lizards. That's one that I've been, you know using some for little people. And then 
There's another one called uh, Garden Keeper Gus, and that's a great kids show for kids under the age of five. Um, there is the Remnant Radios podcast, and I, I like them because although it's like a a religious podcast, and they you know they're they have their particular denomination or particular um, beliefs, they they basically interview anybody. And it doesn't matter what their beliefs are or if they conflict. They actually just will talk about it and actually have a conversation rather than just saying, rah, 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 these guys over here don't believe what we believe, you know, and that's obnoxious. So, yeah, so I, I really appreciate their um, openness and all that sort of thing. Um, there is the Empowered Wife podcast, which... I recommend for anybody who's married, um, particularly the women, uh, it's geared toward women, but even the guys can get some good things out of that. Um, but still, that's if anybody's on the rocks with their marriage or anything like that, that podcast there can offer a lot of help. And I, I appreciate their content quite a bit. Um, then there's one called Bible Thinker, and that's a that's a guy who he gets really into in depth into some of the um, some of the questions and stuff like that that people have regarding Christianity in particular, and I appreciate that he's he's willing to examine all sides and he's willing to to say, hey, you know, we don't have enough evidence for this, or you know, like I kind of lean here, but. This is what all these other people's positions are. I feel like he's uh, pretty intellectually honest about the whole thing. Um, and then uh, I've got a news podcast here called Unsupervised Learning. And that's a really interesting little 15-minute deal that comes out every Monday. And they just go over a lot of the just news in the world, particularly related to security and um, the cyberspace in general. Um, they talk a lot about AI and chat GBT and all that stuff that you hear a lot about these days, or maybe you hear, I don't know if anybody hears about that stuff these days. I don't know what people are listening to. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see what else here. <clears throat> Occasionally I'll listen to the regenerative skills podcast. Uh, they're, they're all right. Um, Another one I really like is My First Million. Uh, they they actually they talk about business and business ideas and startups and what people did right and what, what they did wrong and, you know, just everything about them, which really like that. I think it's um, great content. The guys are happy, and it's something worth listening to, I, I think. I It's one of those that I listen to on a regular. Um, let's see here. I used to listen to Rich Dad uh, radio show, which I still listen to it sometimes. He he comes from an older generation. Let's just say it that way. Um, so you had to take it with a grain of salt. Grain of salt. He he repeats himself a lot, but they do have some some good uh, talks on money and about money and all that sort of thing and. All right, on to a fun one. Um, 
there's one called Darknet Diaries. And I really like Darknet Diaries. They're cybersecurity podcasts. They talk about red teamers uh, a lot, which red team is, uh, they do what's called pen testing or penetration testing. And so if you own like a business, let's say you own like a, a bank or you own uh, a big, you know, corporate office structure or something like that, the penetration testers were given the task of seeing what they can break into in your building. So they come in off the street and they literally will break into your networks. They'll break into your physical building. They'll take pictures of themselves um, in various locations that they have no business being in, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all with the full knowledge of the security team, the local police, all that stuff. So everybody knows they're in on it. Um, and they, they basically, their job is to test the security of, of businesses. And I really like that. I think that's a cool concept. It sounds like a fun job and all around, I recommend it. I think it's a good idea. Um, they also have a lot of hacker stories, of uh, everything from like credit card scammers to, you know, people that are making passports or whatever, you know, whatever it is. So those are a few of my, my favorite podcasts. I have a lot more podcasts that I listen to, but those are, those are some of the ones that really, um, stood out to me as, as being really good. Occasionally I'll listen to the Dave Ramsey show too. I have a lot of money focused ones because, well, currently we're a little bit behind on our finances and, you know, since it's my job to make money, um, I kind of try to, you know, do a continued education in that regard and how to handle it once I have it and all that sort of thing. Let me see if there's another one. Um, there's, there's a few that are a little more niche and a little more specific and, and then I also occasionally I'll listen to fun podcasts too, um, that are strictly for entertainment. And it was one I listened to called Sasquatch Chronicles and it's, it's all about Bigfoot and I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot, but, uh, it's entertaining and it's just one of those where if I just need to like clear my head and and not think about anything important I I'll listen to that and you know hear people's tall tales or maybe not so tall tales I don't know I don't know um if these people are lying or whatever but I think that there's maybe a certain type of person that tends to see those more than others uh but yeah, and anyway, I'll, I'll leave that uh, to the side. Um, let's see what other ones. I think that's more or less it that I want to share right now. Uh, oh yeah, one other one that's just a for phone one. Um, and it's called "What Was That Like," and it's about people that experience different things. Um, for instance, somebody that you know witnessed a murder, or somebody that uh, got struck by lightning, or somebody that got you know bit or trampled by a particular animal or um, different things like that, being stranded, um, being stuck, you know, whatever it is. So anyway, so those are a handful of the podcasts that I listen to. 
and we are way over time, so I'm just going to end it here. Have a great week, everyone. Hopefully this one came out a lot better than the last one. I think it's definitely the case because last one was awful. Um, I'll try to make these better as time goes on. Got a new laptop, got a new phone, so um, working with some new equipment, and I should be able to do some interesting things with that. All right, have a good one, everyone. Bye.